Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm the replacement for Sarah, Hans, Ramore. <laughs> <laughs> Twin. And I'm her twin, Drake Ramore. <laughs> Friends, anyone? Nope. nope. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this episode is sponsored by Nadra Cristobal. Um, today we will be discussing chapter 16 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the pool of details. <laughs> And before we begin, Megan has social media stuff. Let us head to Megan. <laughs> you guys there will were two understand. things in there. You'll understand the reference at the end of this episode. Yes, Stay you tuned. have to wait all episode unless you are with us on Instagram. Meg, social media needs. You are the need of social. I'm sorry. We just started this swish and flick. Um, speaking of social media, we just started a swish and flick snapchat group oh, and yeah. it is ridiculously active and i was checking my notifications well, maybe you should record your podcast you know oh! <laughs> i'm hanging with the fans yo hanging with the fans let us get on with it oh. proceed to the You're checkout welcome. counter you can talk it's fine <laughs> 
Swish and Flick podcast can be found on all of the social media. That threw me off because you just changed it on me. You're supposed to say exciting like can be found on all the social medias. <laughs> we are Swish and Flick podcast on Facebook and Swish Flick cast on Twitter and Instagram. Also make sure that you head on over to YouTube and subscribe. We have not only our podcast posted there, but weekly vlogs. Follow us on our crazy Potterfield adventures together. Subscribe, like, share, and comment. Check it out. You can also join us on what? Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files, our bi-monthly bonus episodes, a chance to be a guest on the Felix Files, a Google Hangout session, giveaways, and so much more. If that sounds like a good time, go to www.patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast and choose your support level shout out and huge thank you to all of our current patrons you make this podcast possible with your support so if anyone is even remotely still interested in this podcast after <laughs> i feel like we were the potter version of an oxyclean commercial <laughs> billy mays here with oxyclean r.i.p megan petra's here with swish and flick <laughs> we're gonna so, listen to us on sunday sunday <laughs> We're going to do the podcast like this for the rest of the day. We're going to scream at you. What's the Chamber of Secrets? We will find out. <laughs> Tune in on next week's episode. <laughs> when all is revealed. Oh, God. I can't wait. Oh, boy. <clears throat> all right. So that's still green. If you didn't know. Yeah, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's here, guys. Uh you know, it's Friday night. And I just got paid. Just got paid. Friday night. So, guys, it's Party time happen. for the weekly profits. <laughs> so there was this pretty cool article that came out about the budget of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And it cost $68 million to put Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in New York, New York on Broadway. 68 Fun fact here, that is the most ever spent on a non-musical Broadway production. A typical, ready for this, a typical non-musical performance costs three to five million dollars. Wow. Well, so well, they imagine. change everything though, don't they? They change the whole... Yeah, they had to redo Oh, they totally the, refurbished yeah. the lyric theater. To, like, but like, <clears throat> not even just like the stage and set. Like, oh, the whole, the whole thing. thing. Yeah. If you look like the lights in the lyric theater are like and dragons. The walls have... Uh, and they like have different... Furnaces, right? Yeah. Or, do you think they're going to change that <laughs> when they're done with the play? Or is the play always going to be there? I think at this point... It's a pretty permanent fixture. Mm. Because if you think about it, how long has it been on the West End in London? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be around for a while. I'm not going to say it's permanent, but it's going to be a while. Okay. Is my guess. <clears throat> what, uh, is there any theater that's like changed <clears throat> that much for a show? I am not a theater buff, so I don't know. Like, I can't say for sure. Yeah. But I also wanted to give this little fun. I don't know actually if this is in this article, but I read another article yesterday. It's not in this article. But I read an article about how J.K. Rowling is getting 31% of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child profits. That's an interesting. Which is a massive. Why don't you do that, Katie? <laughs> Sorry. Which is 68 million. Why not 31%? <laughs> That's why there's a bell over by you, too. Which I just want to say, she must have some good lawyers, or she's a good negotiator, 
Because just to put into perspective, the man who wrote the book that Hamilton is based off of, any guesses on how much percentage he gets of Hamilton profits? So he wrote the book. He wrote the book. He didn't write, like, it's not Lin-Manuel Miranda who, like, wrote the music and everything, but he wrote the book. Uh, he wrote the book 12. at 12. 5%. <laughs> One. But, what? hold on, in perspective, and that is crazy, but think of how much money Hamilton oh, has gotten. So it is still getting a but lot of money. think but of how much insane. JK is getting. If he's getting that much at 1%, yeah. JK Rowling but gets you know 31. What? And to put it even more into perspective, after it reaches profit beyond the 68 million that it costs to make it. So like up until it reaches like break even, she gets 31% of the gross profit. Once it's fully in profit mode, Beyond that, her percentage bumps to 41%. This is just New York. This is just New York. What is she doing over there? I mean, I'm pretty sure she basically has the same deal. I will But it's two separate incomes. I feel like she's so feisty, like... Oh, I know. Well, these are her. This the, is her. Child. I would say like one difference between other guy. I don't know. I the know. guy that wrote the book about Hamilton, like yeah. he's writing about someone where like the whole Harry Potter this world, is the whole universe, yeah. that's her universe. Made, right? you know what I mean, yeah. And so, she doesn't own. What is it? Revolutionary War. What's Hamilton about? Um, it's it just starts, based off the book like Alexander sorry, Hamilton. I'm not sorry. No, well, it's about his life, but he um, helped do yeah the the revolution. Okay. Yeah, yeah, getting America free from England. Yeah. Okay. But on top of that, she also owns the company that is putting this out called like Harry Potter Theatrical Productions. Didn't know that was So a thing. she also gets a percentage through that company. So she gets even more. She also donates a lot of money. Oh, so I know. Like I'm smart. not she doesn't yeah. need it, but like saved. she knows yeah. what to do to get what she thinks she deserves Business for her work. Savvy. Right. Mm. How much does everybody else that wrote the play get? I don't know who actually, wrote but it was it? like I'm trying to think. There was another example too of somebody who got like three to four percent, and like that apparently is average, normal. Yeah, for like writer. I know we're never gonna get like her story behind it because she's so over it. But I want to know how that conversation went for Cursed Child. Yes, this is a whole other. We can't even talk about it now because we could. Talk no, about but it for I'm hours. just saying. Like I want to know if he really loves me. Why are you? You're Really? Like, really? Really? Yeah. I'm going to say again, there are a lot of good parts in Cursed Child that I like, but there are a lot of questionable but parts in Cursed know, Child. Like, how did they agree upon this? Like, what was said? How do you convince her? Like, I wonder if she I think, wrote yeah, it, it is and then she odd. handed it to him and she, he was like, do I have your approval? Maybe she's like... I, but she I, had to approve it. Did she tweak I know, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe, like, he, I mean, maybe they had a conversation. He, she, maybe she said, write whatever you want, come back to me like when it's finished, and I'll read it and tell you if it's okay or not. This is the one thing I don't she get okayed. about some of the things that yeah. she okayed in Cursed Child. If you put it into perspective onto how much control she has at Universal Orlando, I mean, they can't even change a fixture in a store without getting her approval, and it takes months for her to approve it. And I'm just talking like, we want to move the Hogwarts robes from this section of the wall to this section of the wall. It takes months to get that approved from her. And like, they are such sticklers with the butterbeer recipe. So for example, there was this like thing going around the internet for a while where people were buying fire whiskey at the bar. 
And then they were buying a butterbeer at the bar. And then they would take the fire whiskey yeah, you and do. pour it yes. into the butterbeer. Yeah. Well, Universal caught on to that. And J.K. Rowling was not happy about it. So now they make you, if you order both of those together, you have to take the shot at the bar before you leave. Because they do not want the recipe of butterbeer to be tainted in any way, shape, or form. If you have a dairy allergy, you cannot get butterbeer because they will not serve it without the foam on top. Because that is not how it is meant to be served and they absolutely will not separate it even though they have the means to because they pour the butterbeer and then they put the foam on top separately they absolutely will not serve it to you separate even if you have an allergy you just cannot get it then you're getting real fired up she i'm is. just saying like with how much control she has over everything at the theme park it's mind-boggling some of the things that she yeah. let go in Maybe her child. someone has dirt on her for something. <laughs> <laughs> we just, it's a whole other Maybe it was a give and take, though. Like, you know, it, yeah, it could have been a give and take. It didn't even have like, to be a thing, though. Yeah. It didn't have to exist. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. I, am, I can't exist, have. Let's take some longer time. Let's write it, and you join in, and have it be as good as Fantastic Beast screenplay was. So I can get immersed. I, I mean, know it's meant to be seen on stage, but look yes. at look at that. Look how that turned out. You can feel that story through. I'm done. We just had, had this conversation in another because we can again gorgeous. talk about this for hours. Yeah, because we have curse words. I want like say. whenever someone <laughs> no. talks about how we started. Like when we before we even decided to do the podcast, when we were out for Megan's birthday, her poor roommate listened to us talk about cursed <laughs> child for two hours, and it was on the subject basically of, of Bellatrix. It's Bellatrix. all it was was us talking. So for two ish hours to do her on a Felix file, it's gonna be. It, yeah. It's just we have so much to talk about. It just not, today's not the day. And I will tell, can I tell them that we have epic plans for, for Felix our, our upcoming Felix yes. Miles episodes. Um, if you didn't, if you're not a patron or you're a patron if, and you haven't caught, um, we've done our first Snape episode and we have mapped out um, three more. I'm, I'm just going to say relationship episodes, Snape's relationship with different people episodes. That's all I'm going to really yeah. say. They're mapped out and I'm not going to toot our horns, but they're going to be epic. I, I think, think they're, they're going to be, gonna really, be really, really, really good. good. And then, so and then if, basically if we're going to like delve into other characters yep. related. Somebody requested a Lily episode so they can get in my brain and understand where I come with half the things I say about her, which we should definitely do. Yeah. We're probably going to do this with a lot of characters. This yes. is the big one. I think All of them, guys. At this, this, at this moment in time, this is where the Felix Files are going. Yeah. Right now they are going to be character profile driven where mm-hmm. we delve deep, deep, deep into yeah. like... Well, can, we kind of wanted multiple episodes way. on one character okay. where we just talk about them. There's a lot to say, and have patrons join us. Yeah. So, so what is uh, what is that? Five bucks to Felix File. Yep, five That'd bucks be- for the Felix Files. That's all it is, and it is, you know, it's just to support us, and it helps us be able to give you guys all this extra yeah. content. Yeah. So, five. Bucks, it's not guys. a lot for a lot more content, and I think. A lot more good content. So, amen. Yeah. My opinion, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, is it time? It's time. It's time. Wait, it's not. It's not time. Oh. It's not time. It's not time yet. I want to shout out Vanessa and Meg, who I met. And Weird. I also met Vanessa's husband, Tom, and their little baby, who was adorable. Had a blast. Getting so, thanks, blast. guys. 
before meeting with me and my friend. We had a good time. Drank yeah. a lot of beer, and it was great. Good. Good beers. Tiffany. Is this, is this video What in? time is it? I don't know if I can do it right. <laughs> it's so showtime. Shy. It's time for the r- 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 recap. <laughs> Now leave me alone. <laughs> Everybody wants to see my dumb face say that. Your face is not dumb. It's not. I feel dumb when I do it. You want to feel the baby's foot? Yes. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was there and then it was gone. I got so sad. I'm sorry. Next time it comes It around. was like magic. <laughs> I want to feel the baby's foot. I'm sorry. Next time it kicks me and it like sticks it out all There's like. no such thing as magic. <laughs> That was him closing little thing on his door. Thank you. You're welcome. Little nub. Yeah, that's a foot. <gasps> I felt a foot. <laughs> or a hand, I don't know. <laughs> An appendage. Maybe it punched ya. All right, Katie, you can go. Recap. <laughs> I'll allow Recaps. it. So last time we discussed Harry and Ron taking Hagrid's mysterious advice and following those spiders into the Forbidden Forest where they met Aragog. Say it right. Aragog. Aragog. Aragog, king of the arachnids, <laughs> who is a the spider will decay. <laughs> the size of a small elephant. So they found out that Hagrid did not open the Chamber of Secrets last time, and that there's a different monster that lies within the chamber. So after nearly being eaten and being saved by the flying fort in Fort Anglia, Harry and Ron realize that the girl who died in the bathroom 50 years ago might be moaning Myrtle. Who? What? what? She did. Ooh, I say you, she did. <laughs> so, realizing who might have the information they seek, Harry and Ron try to visit Myrtle, but instead they visit Hermione. Even whilst petrified, Hermione has answers for the boys, and they soon run in, run to tell McGonagall what they know. Well, there's been another attack. Harry and Ron take Lockhart with them to find the Chamber of Secrets. It ends with a bang, some memory loss, and Harry getting into the Chamber of Secrets. Well, Slytherin's Chamber of Secrets, to be exact. Not so secret anymore. Oh, Oh, my gosh. All right. I've lovingly titled the first section of my part, Just Three Toilets Away. (laughs) Go ahead. Thank you. All right. So our chapter begins with Ron complaining. Anyone shocked? Nope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not eating, though. Right. Right. (laughs) About how they have been three... Toilets away almost all year, and they have never bothered to ask Myrtle how she has died. I'd be annoyed too, though. It was dreadful. Dre- but, like, okay, so in reality, I put a note in here. I wonder if it ever crossed through Hermione's brain, but she maybe thought, like, better off not asking because it might, like, send Myrtle into a crying fit. Yeah, probably. Because I know, you know, Hermione is annoyed with Myrtle. Mm-hmm. Like, you see that because she's like, oh no, it's Moaning Myrtle. Like, <laughs> Stay away from her. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if uh, it crossed her mind and then she was like, uh, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, she'd spray them with toilet water. That's gross. Well, it's probably clean toilet water if no one's in there. Try explaining that to Katie and see if Sarah, she's ever okay with water. that. <laughs> <laughs> toilet water's toilet water, man. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I, that I hope it I hope it did, but I bet it didn't. Okay. Um so looking for spiders was nearly impossible before. So taking a special trip to the girls' bathroom would probably be impossible 
because of all like the teachers having to walk students literally everywhere. And especially because this bathroom is next to the scene of, of the crime. Of the crime and attack. Um but, you know, as we know Oh Jesus, hold on. You may go. <laughs> Sorry, Fozzie needed to go out. Um nothing is impossible for Mr. Potter and his friends. Nothing. Nothing. And so all the thoughts of the chamber were um, driven out of their minds by McGonagall one day in the first 10 minutes of Transfiguration class when she informed them that their exams would begin on the 1st of June, which was just a week away. I really don't understand why they're shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're 12. Maybe because of last year. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, they get used to it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did they ever have final exams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Seamus is appalled by such a thing. Neville drops his wand and it vanishes a leg off a desk. And I have a question. So this wand falls and, and it sends out a spell, right? Yes. But there are many spells. So how does the wand determine what spell to shoot off? Yeah, really. It has a mind of its own. I know, but like... Isn't that an interesting thought? Out I of- kind of agree that like a mind ha- the mind <laughs> the mind has a wand of its own. Um, the the wand does have a mind of its own. A little I know, bit. but like maybe what, it's thinking like what oh, other shoot, ones? Like oh, that would be I'm funny. Falling. I'm gonna vanish that leg desk chair. What? <laughs> what just happened? Like this chair? <laughs> the desk leg chair? Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> the desk leg. Maybe there it is. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Maybe. Neville's thinking, because what class is this in? Transfiguration. Transfiguration. Well, maybe he's thinking, like, oh, shoot, exams are coming. I want to disappear, drops his wand, and the desk lamp disappears. Oh. Clever soul. You're welcome. I'm just wondering, though, because I think that's really... It's interesting. Interesting It's very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I have thoughts that I think... That's all. (laughs) All right. So, McGonagall being the boss teacher that she is... She says the whole point of keeping the school open was so that the students would be able to continue getting their education. Me being a teacher, I agree. Because that's such a teacher thing to say. (laughs) And Harry couldn't think of anything that he had learned this year. Nothing? And I said, lol. That's so Harry. Such a non-Ravenclaw thing to say. But seriously, he's... That's not... School has not been their focus this year. And honestly, as a teacher, I get continuing as normal. But nothing is normal. And your mindset controls so much of how you perform. And I feel like everybody would have... Well... Not everybody. A lot of these kids would have sucked. I also feel like we don't even get to see a lot of them being in class this book. Because they're worried so much about everything happening there. Yeah. So yeah, we don't even see Harry in class a lot. Yeah. So he's th- not thinking class-wise. True. Because, you know, his friend is petrified. Mm-hmm. Um, Dumbledore had told her to keep the school running as normal as possible, and so that's what she said she Gotta was going to do. get him on do. the treadmill. And I... I, um... Sorry. The baby is really making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love McGonagall for this because... No matter what, she's staying loyal to Dumbledore. And I think that's one of the major themes of this book is being loyal mm-hmm. and showing that loyalty. And she definitely has that quality about her. 
Um, and during this transfiguration class, you guys, they're turning white rabbits, white rabbits into slippers. That's so sad. When I read this, I was like... And I said, sad tweet. <laughs> because yeah. that... What happens to the rabbit? Is it dead or is it suspended in time? Because you can turn it back. Yeah. So what I happens? I bet it's suspended in time until the magic wears off. Does the magic wear off? What if you're a really, really excellent wizard? What if your dog mm. shreds your slippers? <gasps> oh! <laughs> Not to get too gross. Do you think they would bleed? <gasps> I don't know. No. I think the I magic like, what changes if, the dear property. Joe. What, if, what if while it's... Do magic rabbit <laughs> slippers bleed? Dear Joe. What if, though, like, it's turning back because your magic's not strong or it's just getting attacked? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was sad. Yeah. Um, and so during this lesson, Ron's wand... I said that weird, but Ron's wand begins to whistle loudly... And I said he would fail his exams with that wand for sure. Yeah, he's got to be panicking. How does any teacher, like, as a teacher, okay, if I was at Hogwarts and I see your wand from day one is sucko, I'm (laughs) writing to your family and saying blah, blah, blah. And or I would say, uh, can we use some school funds to get this kid a wand? Honestly. I'd be like, kid, you can borrow my one for uh, yeah the well, remainder but of. Still, that wouldn't be good either. Yeah, it's better than his. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Things to think about because also you have to think about is his parents making him use that wand as punishment, being like, you got yourself into this situation, you're going to have to work with it. I don't think I don't they, think they know. know. He wouldn't tell. He already he already got a howler for getting to school the way they got to school. And I think if he would have written home and said, my wand is broken, I need a new one, Molly would have flipped the F out. But I also think that she would have got him a new one. Harry suggested that to Ron. He was like, why don't you just write home? And he's like, I can't. Like, after what happened, I can't. Just got to suck it up, buttercup. I don't know. Things to think about. Like, thinking of writing to the them. I don't know if they would be, like, are they too proud to be the parents? Didn't someone say that they'd be too proud to ask the school for money? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, like how would not, you come not, home with a new wand and being like, oh, the school got me this, and then... Mm. Well, that wouldn't matter. It is what it is. I know, but, like, I'm just saying, the parents are probably... Like, I, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I'll pull from real-life experiences. Um, I work in a low socioeconomic neighborhood, and a lot of the kids don't have uniforms or they're too small or they're too big or they're really dirty. And so we'll send them home with new uniform, shirt, pants, whatever. I'm not going to ask you as a parent to send this home. I'm just going to send it home. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I agree with as you. As McGonagall, I would go, I would go around and I would have gotten him something somehow. That's she, right. But maybe did she get Harry's broom say, or did they pull the gold from his vault? But like, I don't think, think they, they go did. and pull the gold from his no. vault. Like, I, I think that the school got that for him. But I think so too. I also think maybe was McGonagall saying, you know what? You got yourself into this mess. You need to tell you. You need to tell your parents that you broke your wand and that they need to get you a new one. Could be. I don't know. I feel like, like a wand about it. They I feel like a wand is something different to like punish someone over. It's your than whole like exactly. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking of. I'm trying to think of other situations. You know, where like, like why? Mm-hmm. But at the same if time, he spilled ink all over his textbooks or something. Like that's one thing, as opposed to him breaking his wand. I mean, 
Do you know what I mean? I like, it's just, just a very different level of that if you think about it school. she wanted to make sure she being jk wanted to make sure <laughs> that by the end of this book he had the screwed up wand anyways <laughs> because things wouldn't have worked out in the way they were Sarah, out. that's beside the point <laughs> <laughs> get your logic things, things, out of here things to think about <laughs> calm down ravenclaw <laughs> relax anyways thoughts to think all right um, so three, ooh, marriage off, <laughs> days before the exams are to take place, McGonagall attempts to make an announcement, and so, um, she says that she has good news, and people start shouting, they're like, Dumbledore's back, or they caught the air of Slytherin, or that Quidditch was back on, guess who said that? <laughs> <laughs> and, however, what she really wanted to tell them was that the mandrakes are ready for cutting. <laughs> Still makes me kind of sad. Yeah, do they? Can you guys? What do you guys think? Are they dead? No, they're not dead. No, I so think they're, they're like lobsters. <gasps> oh, I can't do eat they, lobster because do they of that. Boil them first. Oh, first. Dude, I, don't I know. can see Sprout just being like she's a kind and caring person, but when it comes to that, she's probably like. <laughs> yeah, the poor little mandrakes. Oh, what if they age ooh, super ooh, fast ooh. and then die? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping. Did you guys watch yes. that special? I knew I knew exactly because she's in it. And I was yes. actually surprised that she was in it. Yeah, because she, she, she doesn't of, really right. like Harry Potter. <laughs> but, so, okay, so what we're talking it, about is the special it. that was on I the CW, Harry Potter, Hog... Uh, history through magic. A history of magic. Is it on the internet magic. highway? It's yes. on the right. CW app. Isn't it on their website too? What do I, I don't know. Maybe it's probably on CW. Their unless you want to sponsor us, it's probably on their website. <laughs> I watch um, Riverdale online on their website. Yeah, but I, I highly recommend everybody goes and watches it. It's super cool, super informative, and it's basically about the history of real life magic and what J.K. pooled from folklore and um, from real life, like real, yeah what people pertain to be magic. Like a lot of medicine people say is magic because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, how were we supposed to know that the combination of these things did these effects? And like, they kind of think of that as magic. Like, Oh, if you combine these things, look at what happens. It cures you. Yes. I'm just going to say, you can go to, um, the CWTV.com and I just search for Harry Potter and it pops up and you can watch it online. It's really good. But they talk about the Mandrake and they talk about like how, and this is sad because, so they like really thought that there was a little person like in the roots. Did you see them pull some up? They yeah, kind of do look like a little man. They look yeah. like people. Or a little person. It was actually Jim Kay, who is the illustrator of the illustrated versions of the Harry Potter books that are coming out right now. Like the, 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 the fancy uh, <laughs> the, watercolor the illustrations. Giant books. The giant books, yes. And he had like a couple of real life mandrakes there that he was using as inspiration for when he was illustrating the mandrakes in Harry Potter. Mm. Um, and they do really look like people. It's weird. Did they have it's the just props the roots. up uh, from the movie. No, yeah, no, not really. It was like very practical stuff, not necessarily yeah. stuff from the films. The oh. only thing that was like super Harry Potter related, like just Harry Potter related, was stuff that JK provided for the exhibition. So like her sketches 
of characters and her like notes, like the map that she drew of Hogwarts castle. Um, that kind of stuff. It's similar to that book that I got. Yes. And it's like the first draft of Sorcerer's Stone that she sent out to publishers to get signed. No, the, um, did I buy it? The history of, Oh, okay. The history of magic book. What did you buy? The art of Harry Potter. Potter. Dude, if someone wants to send that to me, go ahead. (laughs) But anyway, there's a lot of really cool stuff in that documentary about mandrakes or mandragora Um, as it's called. Felix file. Oh, yeah, for sure. Probably. Okay, cool. I'll watch it. I want to do Felix File on the whole documentary. Yeah, I need to watch it. I have time this weekend. I actually have time in my life. So. <laughs> do it. It's been a while since I've had some free time. Alrighty. So, we're cutting up mandrakes. You know, killing them, chopping up stew, whatever. Chop, chop, chop. Mandrake right. stew. Yeah, that's right. This is going to be a long Mandrake episode. Mandrake stew. Goofle you. Huh? <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. You don't tell that's me okay. what it is. Get okay ready. Get ready. You got to prep. We're prepping for seven right now, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's going to be really loud. All right. So um, after she announces that the Mandrakes are ready tonight. Woo. Tonight, guys. There was an explosion of cheering. Malcolm doesn't give an F. He's no. sitting at the Slytherin table. Sulky. Doesn't care. And so I wanted to read a little blip. From our chapter. It won't matter that we never asked Myrtle then, he said to Harry. Hermione will probably have all the answers when they wake her up. Mind you, she'll go crazy when she finds out we've got exams in three days' time. She hasn't studied. It might be kinder to leave her where she is (laughs) until they're over. (laughs) And I absolutely loved that. Um, so Ron was really happy that the love of his life was about to be back. <laughs> and then Ginny comes by. Uh-oh. Sits down by Rond. Rond. <laughs> we were saying Juan so much. I don't know how to speak. She looked tense and nervous, and her hands were all twisted in her lap. And Ron, being the good brother that he is, said, spit it out. Because <laughs> she needed to say something. And so I'm going to read from the chapter, because I can't do it justice. I've got to tell you something, Jenny mumbled carefully, not looking at Harry. Not looking at Harry. Hmm. She loves him. What is it? Said Harry. Jenny looked as though she couldn't find the right words. What? Said Ron. Jenny opened her mouth, but no sound came out. Harry leaned forward and spoke quietly so that only Jenny and Ron could hear him. Is it something about the Chamber of Secrets? Have you seen something? Someone acting oddly? Ginny drew a deep breath, and at that precise moment, Percy Weasley appeared, looking tired and wan? Wan? W-A-N. Like wanton? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Penelope nope. is petrified. Okay. This is true. If you've finished eating, I'll take that seat, Jenny. I'm starving. I only just came off patrol duty. I'm sorry, but what a frickin' jerk. Jenny jumped up as though her chair had just been electrified, gave Percy a fleeting, frightened look, and scampered away. Percy sat down and grabbed a mug from the center of the table. Uh, Percy. And so Ron's like, seriously... She was about to tell us something. And Percy's like, and Percy seriously, I don't care. Seriously, I'm just hungry. <laughs> but really. Um, I'm going to wreck it. But he was like. 
He was like, oh, well, you know, it's nothing about anything. It's just that, you know, she saw me doing something. Um, and then he like was beating around the bush. So it's like, um. what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Percy? <laughs> find out later, though. So. Yeah, we'll find you out. You know what he's talking Ow. about. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> he's doing some snogging. In a corridor. In the corridors. <laughs> <laughs> Takes Coke. Aww. You didn't give me one today, so that's two. Oh, <laughs> give me the coke. <laughs> oh god. So, all right. So, presumably, this mystery could be solved tonight, right? No need to do anything else. Dunzo, right? For one time, so far, he doesn't have to do anything. But, but ho, what ho, friends? Harry, being Harry, couldn't help himself from running to solve the mystery on his own. So, of course, when they're being walked to class by Lockhart, who was looking less than his best, y'all, looking less than his best, because he was up all night patrolling the fourth floor corridor, Harry agrees with him when Lockhart says that Hagrid's the guilty one. Ron is flabbergasted for a hot second, though. I just want to say that doesn't it all resolve that night anyways? Yes. So there you go. It resolves that night. It could have resolved without drama. I mean, there's always drama. Drama mean? We Only when Harry is there. Drama. I bet you there's drama on the other days. Just different kinds of drama. Do you Lots think the other kids are my boyfriend? <laughs> Do you think the other kids are like, why did I have to go while Harry Potter was going to school? They right. probably thought normal it was so drama. cool. They're like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to school. They thought it was cool for like a second. Yeah, and then, like, by the, end, <laughs> by the end of year one, they're like, gosh, like, can, can you go, go to, to Durmstrang? <laughs> <laughs> Push him off an iceberg. <laughs> Send this kid to Durmstrang. All right. (laughs) Um, So Ron is like, wait. He wanted to remain in Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for people to be so confused. Oh, it'll all make sense. It'll all make sense. I literally can't wait. Let us have Tiffany finish. Let us continue. Okay. So Ron is like, what are you, what? Like his mouth is all open. He's like, why would you agree with Lockhart? Like you don't believe that. And then he finally like catches on not, not too far after this because he helps convince Lockhart that, uh, they're fine. They can go the rest. It's only one more corridor, right? You know, only one more. And so rather easily they convince uh, smart old Lockhart uh, that they can go on their own. Do you think that if he was being judged for which weekly's most charming smile award this week, he would win it? No, he's not. No, because um, he's scared. He says that he's going to go and prepare for his class. And so Ron says, (laughs) prepare his class. Ron sneered after him. Gone to curl his hair more like. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love him sneered it. (laughs) My question is, now are we talking the beginning, the middle, or the end of the week? Because the beginning, maybe, middle, what day of the week eh, is it? end of it, he doesn't even know which weekly is. <laughs> this is true. I don't think we know what day it is. I guess we could figure just, it out. If we're three days away from exams, maybe it's a Friday. Oh, yeah, they got Saturday, the weekend Sunday, to Monday. recuperate after going into the chamber. The chamber. The chamber. They slithered in right into that chamber. Right into the chamber. Chamber of Secrets. That's a secret. We're all being Florence (laughs) today. What is wrong with us? Well, a lot of things. Florence has many friends. All right. So we're off to see the Myrtle, the wonderful Myrtle of the bathroom. All right. However, McGonagall runs into them. What? I know. 
And so they come McG. up with a lie. I like that she calls her that. <laughs> that you wrote it as McG and it's not like C. Do you not know my... how to spell McGonagall? No, I wrote it up earlier. I struggle with it. I, I know. Her. I do too, speller. every time. It's McGon. I say it in my head McGonagall. You know when I spell Wednesday, I'm like Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> no, this is how I write it in my notes. I shorthand, shorthand everybody. Yeah. Lockhart's L H, Ron's Ron, because that's short. Hermione is Herm. Dumbledore is Dumble. <laughs> Herm. 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 Herm and McG. Uh, Harry is. McG and H- Herm. Harry's HP. <laughs> over the streets. I hate you so much. <laughs> they got to rule the school. In McGonagall's McG. Oh, but McG's running the school, and years later, Hermie is running the whole <laughs> wizarding world. She's a minister of magic. Okay. Your turn. Yep. Anyways. So they come up with a lie. A good one. Right on the spot. Ah. Without Hermione there. <laughs> Without Hermione. And they're playing on McGonagall's heartstrings. And so I said, yes. That's cruel. Harry can be Rude. quick to act. You would have done it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Harry can be quick to act without thinking clearly. Um, and sometimes that's <laughs> poor decision making, right? Um, all I think of is five. Harry's like, pretty big dumb time. sometimes. However, I think he's more clever than we give him credit for. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Like we always say, you know, Harry makes some really dumb choices, whatever. He's not in Rain Claw, blah, blah, blah. But going through this reread he makes some really fast thinking smart moves even in like I, book one when he goes yeah. to the midnight duel yeah and he he pretends to be the bloody baron or whatever yeah. to get peeves to go away yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was on the spot i think that mm-hmm. we're so saturated with the movies where yes. you know hermione's the smart one hermione's the thinker where when you're rereading the books you're like god that was a great thing that harry did that was a great thing that ron did like great thinking on all their parts and there's times where hermione's not so bright it's she true forgets that she's a witch and doesn't know how to make fire. So let's give uh, the HP some credit. Shout out to Harry. Shout out to Ron. Ron. So as the boys are visiting with Hermione, which Madame Pomfrey says, there's no point in talking to petrified people. Harry notices a paper in her right hand. And it was several tense minutes before they were able to get the paper from her clenched fist. What does it say? What does it say? What does the paper say? The paper says. I have it. I was trying to kill time while I found the page in the book. I was ready for you. You are the new me. (laughs) Of the many fearsome beasts and monsters that roam our land, there is none more curious or deadly than the basilisk. Known also as the king of serpents, this snake, which may reach gigantic size and live many hundreds of years, is born from a chicken's egg hatched beneath the toad. Its methods of killing are most wondrous, for aside from its deadly and venomous fangs, the basilisk has a murderous stare, and all who are fixed with the beam of its I shall suffer instant death. That's not funny. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Spiders flee before the basilisk, for it is their mortal enemy. And the basilisk flees only from the crowing of the rooster, which is fatal to it. (laughs) And beneath this... No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Stop. Is that what you think a rooster sounds like? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think it's we like? need to get her one of those 
excuse me, you pull the letter, it's like, the rooster says. <laughs> what do you think a rooster sounds like? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Doodle. That's what I just did. It sounded like a werewolf lupin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be a rooster. I'm a were-chicken. <laughs> so do you turn it into Megan, a chicken I'm when sorry, you get I couldn't let it go. Or half breed of a chicken half and a breed. wolf. That. Okay. What do you look like? Do you have wings or do you have legs? I hope I'll she take is. a picture next time. It's, no, it's just it's just a werewolf and all four legs of chicken. <laughs> How menacing! <laughs> Looks like it's walking on toothpicks. But when it talks, it sounds like a rooster. Yes. When it goes to hell at the moon, it <laughs> you guys are like the people on Arrested Development that don't know what a chicken sounds like. I didn't do 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 do. This episode is out of control. <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> no, she's not. She's I'm not annoyed. <laughs> and beneath this, a single word had been written in a hand Harry recognized as Hermione's. Herms. Pipes. <laughs> You're all going to adopt it. Pipes, y'all. Pipes. Someone's smoking the pipes. Oh. No. No, these we are know. these are like Some wizards massive pipes. pipes. Gandalf. I was just going to say that. Show. 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 I'm going to do a little profile on the basilisk. What? Nothing. Oh, you just copied it. Yeah. Wow. The appearance of the basilisk is an enormous, bright, poisonous, green, thick as an oak trunk snake. Cripes, indeed. Its magical abilities are armored skin, which can deflect spells, and a fatal stare. Armored skin? That's crazy. It's like a dragon. Aren't dragons very impervious to spells? Yes. Yes. That's why and giants. All those guys and giants. You're right. The, uh, which is why Haggard can take stunning spells in the forest. Uh, in four, when they're trying to like calm them down, it takes like so yes. many wizards yes. to do it. And if you ever watch The Hobbit, trying to get they're trying to kill the thing, and they have to get special um, the thing. arrows. The dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, they yeah, have yeah. To, like, for the for the scales. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Things cross genre. Up talking Tolkien. Never heard of. <laughs> its dangers are venomous fangs and the ability to kill with its fatal sit- stare. <laughs> that was a bad mess up there. It's Friday night, guys. Uh, Switch kit. Allegiance. It's usually bred by dark wizards, who, and it is loyal to Parcelmouths, which, as we know, runs in Slytherin and through dark wizard mm. families. So. Yes. Say you're... Say you're pure blood, Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. and you go downstairs to the Chamber of Secrets. But you're evil. Is it gonna like yeah. loyal, be loyal to you? you think? Oh yeah, I would think so. And if you're pure of heart and you go down there and you're a Slytherin, will it be loyal too? No, I wouldn't no, think but so. just because you're a Slytherin, but it doesn't does care about it doesn't care evil. about your house though. I don't, I don't know. So. I, don't I think, think so. it cares it if you're cares. a dark wizard or not, and then yep. you can speak parcel tongue. I don't think houses have any. But what if to you can't speak parcel tongue, but you're still nasty mean? Then I, then I think you it would listen to you. It could. But you also have to remember because that there's bad people in each house. Okay. Except for Hubblepuff. <laughs> no. the least that is amount, false. But. Your name is in Pottermore. I already looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Under dark wizards. Rude. Katie! <laughs> <laughs> But no, I don't think it matters what house you're in. Okay. I agree. All right. 
So did you guys know that the basilisk is like in real? Like there's <gasps> what? It's like it's real. Yeah, I think Wait. I did. Ooh, go on to what you're gonna say. I'm really interested. Do the it. Latin name of basilisk is Regulus. I think that was like an article. What? You can do Google I don't know. I did that, and every time I typed in something Latin, it just gave me the same word. <laughs> you probably <laughs> every time probably you probably doing it wrong. To English. Yeah. In case anybody hasn't caught on, Katie did my notes for me this week. Love ya. I'm the best wife it's ever. My fault. <laughs> it's okay. But if that's true, it's really interesting. That's bananas to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. But it also no, it doesn't make sense to me because he ended up being all right. Well, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, dude. Whoa. Can you find it? Do you find it? Do you know where it is? The There's actually like lizards that are called like basilisks, I believe, and they're pretty cute. Actually, yeah. you don't even are they snaky things? No, they're they're, they're actually they're, they're more so of a lizard. Here's breed. my question, Megan. You're not fond of snakes, <gasps> however, snakes lizards are okay. Okay, but lizards are basically snakes with, with legs. legs. <laughs> No, here's the difference. That's what is true? Go ahead. That is true. Oh, I got so excited. To a point. Because, first of all, I like that lizards have feet. I don't like that snakes don't have feet. That's that, what I'm saying. This is the no, only but difference. that freaks me out. The fact Why? that they don't have feet because, like, they move faster. Yeah, they're just muscly. Mm. And then also, yeah, they're just ripped lizards. Yeah. Come on. Also, so lizards. Yeah. Lizards don't have venomous fangs. Like Some snakes, of them probably do. but look. not like their jaws are different. You don't like know. the whole idea of like how snakes' jaws can like detach to like take in huge prey. Just trying to eat some voles. Guys, I have to tell you something really important. All right, and it does pertain to this because we're talking about snakes, and I'm terrified. Katie probably knows what I'm gonna say. Yep, I do. What did you do? <sighs> okay. We're going to the London Zoo in because October. Because of the reptile house. Because they filmed the reptile house with the Burmese python, right? Yes. And I want to see the reptile house. Uh-huh. And maybe the python. Are you going to hold it? No. Oh, wait, no. It gets better. I need you to Britney Spears it. A Burmese <laughs> python does not live in the reptile house at the London Zoo. In that cage. Okay. In the cage that they used for the Burmese python in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone lives... A black mamba. <laughs> and I am not joking. That is fate. <laughs> that, that makes me happy. <laughs> a black mamba. I told her, I was like, it's time to face your fear. Uh, it's time to do it. Guys, I'm going to cry. I think it's going to be great. Film part crying, please. Uh, I will. I said okay. I protect I want to put it on a boomerang. Just oh, my tears. God. <laughs> I can't. Sobbing. There are many, many venomous lizards. But they don't and have they fangy fangs. they are quite aggressive. They don't Ooh. have fangy fangs like the snakes with their little gross little tongues that go. So cute. Dangerous lizards and turtles. If you look at a snake, they're so, always smiling. So moving on. The cute little basilisk lizard walks on its back feet, which is freaking adorable, and also has like a little thingy on its head, kind of like a dinosaur, like a little mohawky type thing on its on like its head. Like a fin almost. Yeah, almost like a <sighs> What's fin. What's it called? It's those ones that like skim across water. Shoot. 
I'm mm-hmm. I'm mad at myself. Do you know what I'm right? talking about? Yeah. It's the green basilisk lizard, sometimes known as the Jesus Christ lizard. <laughs> what? It's an animal because that it walks lives on water. in the forested areas of Central America, and it gets its nickname thanks to an amazing ability to skim across five feet of water per second using its long toes. These specialized toes have flaps of skin that expand in the water, giving the lizard enough surface area to stand without sinking, giving it the appearance of being able to walk on water. There is more than one kind of basilisk, however. So besides the green one or plumed basilisk, there's the common basilisk, the western or red-headed basilisk, and the brown or striped basilisk. Um, but it's just legends and myths, basically. Hmm. So, fun story. So nothing like what she made it into. No. But those are in, like... Folklore? Folklore, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I read that even, like, sometimes the odor or the voice of the basilisk can kill you. And I read that it can kill by hissing, and I was like, is that a parcel tongue connection? And it is hatched. The myth is that it is hatched from a chicken egg, and only a weasel can kill it. A weasel? Weasley? Weasel? Connection? Well, Jenny. But, but Harry killed it. Yeah. But Harry killed it for Jenny, True. who's a Weasley. Oh, you know what? I think it was saying, this is what um, Medieval Beastery <laughs> CA says. What's it's CA? It's called the King, maybe Canada, mm-hmm. um, the King Regulus of the Serpents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I also typed translate King from Latin to King in English, and it said King. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what was that? On the Wikipedia, <laughs> says Little King Regulus. So. Mm. Huh. Interesting things, friends. Because knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Regulus means king. Mm. Yeah, a petite king or king a petty is what it's so, petite. <laughs> Harry makes the connection that this is the monster in the chamber, and Hermione figured it out. The basilisk kills people by looking at it, but no one has died because no one has looked at it directly in the eye. We have Colin, who saw it through his camera. Uh, Justin saw it through Nearly Headless Nick, and that is why Nick got the full blast of it, but he obviously couldn't die again. Hermione and Penelope Clearwater were clearly looking around corners with Penelope's mirror, and Mrs. Norris only saw the reflection of it in the flooded corridor floor with the water. So they figured it out. They're smart. They had Hermione's help, even though she wasn't around, but still, they pieced that together pretty well. The power of Herm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, ipso facto, Myrtle saved Mrs. Norris's life by flooding the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. She's That's a good, true. good lady. <laughs> hey, lady. Hey, lady. My question is. How did that polydactyl cat get up there? Oh, God. No, no, no. Don't say anything. Move on. Keep reading. We all know the real answer to that question. She tied it in a knot, man. Um, So all of Hagrid's roosters had been strangled because Mm -hmm. the crowing of the rooster is fatal to the basilisk. Spiders flee before it, hence Hagrid's message to them. Um, And Hermione's message pipes is that it was using the plumbing to get around. Harry has been hearing voices inside the walls. Because he's a parcel mouth, and it's using the plumbing in the walls to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. So then Pretty they gross. discover that the entrance to the chamber must be a bathroom. Hey. Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. Ooh. Um, what? 
did Myrtle die from the basilisk? What? I say no. <laughs> I think she's drowning her own tears. So the Arab Slytherin, the Arab oh Slytherin must also be a parcel mouth then. So there's two of them in the school. And Harry and Ron decide to go to the staff room to talk about to talk to McGonagall Nick because G. they need to they need to get all of this information out to her so that she can get on the move to get this situation taken the care situation. of. But the bell to signal break never came. And instead, McGonagall's voice echoed through the corridors. All students to return to their house dormitories at once. All teachers returned to the staff room immediately. Please. Ooh. She's polite. Yeah, at least she's she said, polite. Please. I just said, right meow. <laughs> so <laughs> she meow. would say, right meow. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry and Ron do as Harry and Ron do. And they go to the staff room instead of their dormitory and hide in the court coat wardrobe. To Narnia. Which, <laughs> why wouldn't they just stay in there and tell all the teachers? Because they're, here's a, they're dumb. <laughs> yes, well, we gotta give Harry credit for something. They're only 12-year-old boys. Well, yeah, but like, if you're like, oh, I gotta tell McGonagall, but well, what's better? Thing. Just tell everybody. But here's the thing. Maybe they don't want to be seen as crazy. No, I, well, meh, I don't know. <laughs> Here, I think that if they, if all the teachers were to walk in there, they'd be like, oh, Weasley Potter, GTFO. But yeah, they'd be true. like, hey, hey, hey. We got because McGonagall really is the only. They probably wouldn't want to hear them. Exactly. Do you think that the teachers would want to listen? They would be like, "No, shut up, goodbye." Yeah, get out. And then they'd be like, "Oh, sorry, Ron, your sister's dead." (laughs) Fair assumption. So, from the chapter, I shall read. It has happened, she told the silent staff room. A student has been taken by the monster right into the chamber itself. Professor Flitwick let out a squeal. Professor Sprout clapped her hands over her mouth. Snape gripped the back of a chair very hard and said, how can you be sure? The heir of Slytherin, said Professor McGonagall, who was very white, left another message right under the first one. Her skeleton will lie in the chamber forever. Professor Flitwick burst into tears. Who is it, said Madam Hooch, who had sunk weak kneed into a chair. Which student? Ginny Weasley, said Professor McGonagall. Dun, dun, dun. Can we, I think it's like so important that like Flitwick is crying. Yeah. yeah. Hooch is weak kneed. Snape if is even Snape very, is reacting. Yeah. It's I wonder, crazy. I wonder if Ginny is like one of the favorites. Uh, Flitwick's faves. It's just I like, think Jenny would be a lot of teachers' faves. Yeah. She's cool. She's really sweet. I bet you, yeah. I bet you she's like a really good student. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I just love this insight, like, because they don't think any students are there. We got this little insight to just the teachers and, like, seeing yeah. how they're yeah. actually being yeah. affected by... I like and not this. seeing them in teacher role, but just yes. seeing them in normal, colleague, yeah. you uh-huh. know, yeah. friend role. I tell you what I really like. I like seeing Snape's emotion. Yeah, yeah, same. Well, and I bet you that they all really like Ginny because she's so much different than her brothers. Oh, yeah. Finally, someone that's like calm and not best friends with Harry Potter getting into all this kind of ruckus. Yet. Or not uh, <laughs> snot-nosed big head or mm-hmm. not causing trouble at mm-hmm. every turn. Yeah. She's probably like a good student, sits down, does her homework. Quiet. Quiet. She's quiet now. <laughs> she gets pretty boisterous as she comes into but her But I bet own. you she'd still be a good student in class. But that's just because she's very strong-willed. And yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, right now at this point in time, yeah. she's, I mean, and like, she's also being controlled. Pretty so. quiet. Well, you know. So good old Lockhart <laughs> bursts in and says, dozed off. What have I missed? I can hear that from it's, the movie. So can I. <laughs> 
Kenneth. Snape, of course, sneezes the sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, achoo. achoo. He just sneezes in a different. He's the very man. He sneezes well, in a different sneezed, chapter. Yeah, he has he allergies. <laughs> so who said it? Who said I can't imagine Snape sneezing? It was All you. of us. That was you. Somebody was like, sneezes? Snape sneezes. Snape guys, he's real. <laughs> the opportunity. That's a really weird yeah, you're welcome. thing to think about. <laughs> Um, just the man, the very man. Your moment has come at last. Lockhart is totally thrown. He's stammering. He's sputtering. Flitwick says Lockhart had told him he knew what was inside the chamber. Snape says that he said he was sorry he hadn't had a crack at the monster before Haggard was arrested. And McGonagall says that they'll leave it to him to tackle the monster all by himself. And they and they say that's got him out from under our feet. As Lockhart leaves. I love that they talk crap. I know. I love that. Like, none of them... Who else talks badly about him? Is it Sprout? In an earlier chapter? She, like, rolls her eyes at him or something Yeah, whenever he, like, pulls Harry aside. Yeah. 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 Like, I think we get the image from everyone that no one likes him no one's yep. buying what he's yeah. trying to sell only man for the job so mcgonagall tells everybody that the heads of houses need to inform the students that they're being taken home first thing in tomorrow okay <sighs> sad times guys spoiler alert don't they not <laughs> nope they don't <laughs> nope they don't go home you know i'm trying to think i think these teachers are a bunch of liars they say there's going to be exams and all of a sudden there's not they say you're going home and you don't <laughs> you can't believe anything be closed and it stays open <laughs> i don't know what they say believe. you're gonna live but you die what <laughs> oh no oh well i thought we were doing an opposite <laughs> no well yeah <laughs> all right well so Harry describes this as the worst day of his life. Think of yeah. that in comparison to all of his other, to horrible, all his other days. horrible days. Yeah. Is he already like, infatuated with Ginny? Like, I get that you don't live uh, through your parents' deaths, but geesh. Yeah. You know, I even think of that. I don't know. Maybe this is just because it's like, like I think that it's Voldemort? because he thinks that Hogwarts is getting shut down and he's yeah. never going to be able to come back. And like his best mate's sister. Tom uh-huh. Riddle. Would you say it's his best man's sister? Uh, oh, eventually. <laughs> I think he's just so much a part of the Weasley family. Yeah. That's probably why he's It's like he's losing a family think member. it was love at first sight? With for Jenny. <laughs> yeah, not for him, no. Oh, that's right. He likes Cho. Cho yep. Chang. Johnny Cho Chang. <laughs> so Harry, Ron, Fred, and George are just sitting in a corner of the Gryffindor common room, not saying a word. Mm. Um, Percy wrote to Mr. and Mrs. Weasley and then just shut himself up in his dormitory. Guilty? Yeah, maybe. Because he, he shoot him off. For- shoot her mm-hmm. off. I mean, you always think about your last interaction. Right. Yeah. I just feel bad for, like, Fred and George. Not And Ron, too, but, like, you know. I feel like they're way more protective over her. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think about a lot of times, like, you know, they're, they're the ones that, um, you know, they're joking and they're trying to make everybody feel better. And so they probably have noticed how, uh, like, her whole first year has almost sucked and all this yeah. stuff has happened. Yeah. And they're probably thinking, like, I wish I could do more and yeah. make her laugh. And, yeah. They're, again, like, I know my is the youngest of the family and a girl that I have very overprotective siblings. So they would probably be the same way. I know your brother. He's the worst one yeah. in like the way that he's super overprotective. He's very overprotective. Yeah. I don't know that life. <laughs> Only child syndrome. Well, I don't have a brother, but I I know that 
was, somebody was like spreading rumor about my sister when we were both in middle school together and I like rolled right up to those people and I started screaming at them in the hallway. So. Yeah. Profundor, you roared. I know. Yeah. Seriously though. Like, like people have said you don't to mess me with my people. Yeah, I my think that like, like because the- I was an only child that's how I got with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I do the same thing with my friends. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, when you love someone you protect them with all you can. Yeah, they don't love me. I've learned to live with it. You're right. (laughs) So this afternoon is described as no afternoon had ever lasted as long as that one. Can you imagine? No. Gryffindor Tower had never been so crowded and yet never so quiet. Because I think part of the reason why it probably felt like it lasted so long was that, that, you know, she's taken. Okay. But they don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. with her. They don't know her fate. You know, yeah, they don't they know. they've assumed that she has died. Yeah, and they're probably never going to see her again. But but you still don't have closure with that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you and you're probably thinking know. like, what are the teachers doing? Like, is where Lockhart are my parents? Do, yeah, What's happening? You know, my brother not going to be any help. Yeah. Live in well, you know, and they're probably like everyone else that's in the common room is probably thinking like they don't even want to talk about it because it, it's not my sister, it's not my best friend, it's not this person. Like, I might have been friends with her, but. Like, that's her brother. That's <laughs> I'm sorry. They're playing with the bone upstairs. And so that's Marty chasing Fozzie and Fozzie throwing the bone. They do it all the time. I'm sorry. That's funny. Um, but, like, trying to think of, you know, that's not her. Like, that's not my family. Like, the, all the other students. So they're probably, like, saying, I don't want to be upset because they're sitting there not crying or they're not really outwardly looking super worried or anything. Yeah. So they don't want to seem like... You know, it's not, I don't have to explain it, but. I get it. I think it's pretty bad when Fred and George are quiet, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. even, like, before it's really dark, they just go up to bed because they can't sit there any longer. Yeah. Yeah. So Harry and Ron start talking about how Ginny knew something, and Ron reckons that's why she was taken, because maybe she found out something about the chamber. Mm -hmm. And he mentions she was a pureblood. Was. So does that mean he already assumes she's dead? Because then she goes on, or he goes on to say... Do you think there's any chance she's not? I think you he's know. assuming the worst. Yeah, yeah. And Harry even admits to himself he couldn't see how Ginny could still be alive. Yeah, which I think is really sad. Well, um, I mean, look at what happened to those other people, right? Just by a look, and he knows it's just a look. And she was actually taken into the chamber, correct? Not just found, like right wherever it might be. But the crazy thing is, is that she wasn't taken per se. Right. She went there herself. Walked right kind into that of. mess. Right. So I Ron, just feel bad. Like, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I just like think about like all the things I, she had to do, mm. strangling the roosters. I think that this is yeah. kind of a good comparison to like a real life situation where maybe you get close to somebody who you shouldn't get close to, Ooh. and you don't know until it's too late. Exactly. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. a really good. So kind of like invested. a good lesson to learn. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. yeah. Moral of the story? Don't talk to anybody. Don't, Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. Katie. Don't no, talk to Tom Riddle. Mm. Anybody named Tom. I'm going to write in that diary, though. Avoid all Tom. No, don't trust a magical object if you can't see where it keeps its brain. What about the hat? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. So Ron suggests that they go and see Lockhart and tell them what they know. Um... Oh uh, yeah, my question again. I I had Meg bring this up. They were all ready to do this before in the staff room, 
So why didn't they just tell the teachers again still? So like they're sitting here all afternoon knowing information. Why didn't they even go after, seek out McGonagall? Yeah, even after, after the they find out it's my... If I found out that was my sister, I'd be like, I don't care if they think I'm crazy. I'm telling them what I know. Yeah. So I need to help somehow instead of just sitting here assuming she's dead. Maybe their mind's just on... Blown. Ginny. Yeah. And it's shock. I mean, you know. But Whatever. There wouldn't be a story. So they get to Lockhart's office, and there's a lot of activity going on on the inside. There's, like, scraping and thumping, not thumbs, and <laughs> hurried footsteps. So Lockhart's hesitant to let them in at first, but eventually he does, and his office is totally stripped. There's open trunks on the floor. There's robes hastily stuffed into them. There's books uh, un- all untidy in corners, and his photographs are crammed in the boxes. So I wanted to read from the chapter... Because, you know, I love that I got this section because, oh, man. We all know how much Katie loves Gilderoy. Oh, man. (laughs) So let's see. Are you going somewhere? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm trying to find out where I wanted to start. Oh, so Harry's like, you mean you're running away after all that stuff you did in your books? And Lockhart says, books can be misleading. Books can be misleading. You wrote them, Harry shouted. My dear boy, said Lockhart, straightening up and frowning at Harry. Do use your common sense. My books wouldn't have sold half as well if people didn't think I'd done those things. No one wants to read about some ugly old Armenian warlock, even if he did save a village from werewolves. He'd look dreadful on the front cover. No dress sense at all. And the witch who banished the abandoned banshee had a hairy chin. I mean, come on. <laughs> so you've been taking credit for what a load of other people have done yes he has harry so lockhart's outed he admits that he uses memory charms on people and he says that now because they know he's gonna have to use a memory charm on them but harry acts way too quick for him uses expelliarmus and gets his wand i think it says a lot about how weak of a wizard lockhart is to be that easily beaten by two 12-year-old boys. Well, is he weak or is he just think he's so much better than them because he's so much older and he's more, he thinks that he's can cannot be bested by 12-year-olds. And they're like, hmm, watch this. Probably, yeah. Oh, my favorite. So they march him out of his office and they go to Myrtle's bathroom. I love how much control they have over oh, this yeah. professor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. I just have a question. What do you think happened to the wizards that he um, used a memory charm on? I think they're probably living normal lives. So do you think it's not as powerful as his that backfired on him? Yeah, I would think that he probably... I think he just did a regular one. He probably just wiped it memory of the event. Can you do that, though? I'm sure Mm -hmm. you can. Yeah, because if you think to Deathly Hollows, Hermione... Um, wipes the snatcher's minds and then also does it to her parents and has full control over what she does to her parents in terms of extracting and inserting memories. I'm sure that there's uh, various levels. Like levels. But I would assume that it has to do with your magical ability, how Mm -hmm. much you're able to do. Mm Because if, you know, someone random just decided to say obliviate to somebody, like it could have drastic consequences if you don't know what you're doing, I would assume. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. What? Kidding. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I what? Was like, Wait a minute. We're talking about memory charms. Don't. Sarah. You're such a turd. And oh my, my other God, question is. So but no, think about later on in this chapter. I mean, we're going to see it. That wand was so out of control, yeah. which is yeah. probably why it was so powerful, overwhelmingly yeah. in, like, in, in, in the result. 
My question is, so the villages or places that these happen, do they not read, do, do they not get access to these books and see, like, that's not the guy that helped us? Does he obliviate everybody? I think so. It's a lot of obliviating. I, I mean, if we remember back says it's to, a lot of work. If we remember back to Lockhart's <laughs> like profile that we did, he's a very smart guy, but yeah. he just, but he's very lazy and he just wants what he wants in the quickest way. So he put all of his effort into doing these memory charms so he could just take credit for things. Yeah. So he's willing to put in the work that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sleazy. (laughs) He is pretty sleazy. I love for how much I like that word. Sleazy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now we're going to go meet some cool peeps. (laughs) Yeah, let's go guys. (laughs) So Harry and Ron make Lockhart go into the bathroom first. Um, Harry is pleased that Lockhart is shaking as they walk in there. Think it, about what how, a wimp. Like, but no, but I think about like Harry. Like, he's pleased to see that this guy is like terrified. Like, <laughs> okay, Harry. Well, think about how mad he has to be. First of all, it's his best friend's sister that whose life his is on the balance. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> And like, just even he would probably be this way with any student. That but he has more ties. Of his life, yeah. But that, he has more ties to this one. That line just really struck me. Yeah, it really his did. Future wife? No, <laughs> that's not in the story. <laughs> the mother of his children? No, that that he was really pleased to see that he was shaking. I was like, oh crap, that's dark, Harry. The woman well. that allowed him to name a child, Albus Severus. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> Is that what you say? <laughs> I think he was, she was probably all doped up on pain potions after pushing that kid out. She would have been like, potions. sure. I love that. Can I get some of those? <laughs> all right. So Myrtle is sitting on the tank of her toilet. <laughs> <laughs> she is. And Harry asks her. chilling out. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> That's a sad thing. <laughs> oh, God. So he asks her how she died, and she looks like she's never been asked that question before. Her whole demeanor changes, and she seems happy to talk about her death. So it happened right in the cubicle that she is currently in, and she's been hiding. She was hiding there because a girl named Olive Hornby um, had been teasing her about her classes. And it says, <clears throat> "I don't know if I'm on the right page." The door was locked, and I was crying. And then I heard someone come in. They said something funny, a different language. I think it must have been. Anyways, what <laughs> what really got me was that. It was a boy speaking, so I unlocked the door to tell him to go and use his own toilet, and then Myrtle swelled, importantly, her face shining. I died. (laughs) Harry says, how? No idea. I just remember seeing a pair of great big yellow eyes. My whole body sort of seized up. Then I was floating away. And when she came back, I was determined, um, she was determined to haunt Olive Hornby. She was ever so sorry she laughed at her glasses. (laughs) <laughs> That's mean. Were they horned rimmed? I don't know. It doesn't say. What does that mean? It means they're like pointy. Oh, I like those. My mom had those whenever she was in school because she's so retro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, fun fact, according to the Harry Potter lexicon, Myrtle also haunted um, Olive Hornby's brother's wedding. Oh. And she tried to, did not mess around. I well, tried to find like the source for that. It said somewhere in the um, Goblet of Fire. But she come popping through the toilet. Goblet of Fire, really? Mm-hmm. Goblet of Fire. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it was during the bathroom scene. That's what they were kind of talking about, but it didn't oh, actually say anything. Oh yeah. Um, so Myrtle points to where she saw the eyes, and it's towards the sink, right in front of her cubicle. 
She tells them that the tap has never worked, but it looks like an ordinary sink. And so they kind of look closer at it. And Harry finds a tiny snake etched onto the copper taps. Ron urges Harry to say something parcel tongue. Harry's not really sure what to say because every time he's spoken parcel tongue, he is um, in the company of a live snake. He's unaware that he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So he tries to do it, and Ron's like, nope, English. <laughs> and I so he looks at the etched snake in a different way, right kind of where the candlelight is making it look like it's almost moving, and says, open. <laughs> and thankfully, it isn't English this time. So the tap glowed a bright white light and began to spin, and the sink sank. <laughs> did, it begin, did it begin to spinach? like a salad spinner (laughs) I thought of Dr. Seuss when I said the sink sank sink sank sunk and in the place um, was a pipe big enough for a man to slide into and I thought to myself why not a woman oh my god well we are in the girls bathroom hey but pause can you see Slytherin doing this right hopping in yes He's probably going, wee, going into my chamber. Or he's got like Fun a slide ride. Mary Poppins umbrella floating out. <laughs> Do you think he named the basilisk? Was it like Bobby Basilisk? No, it was probably, I don't know, furball. <laughs> no, it was furball. furball. <laughs> Scaly. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> Who's getting a Coke? Say it. Uh, Give me Coke. No. <laughs> Give me the Coke. Give me the Coke. I mean, I said that first. I know y'all. that's why I so, did it again. Like, like, that was an homage you. to you. We're all talking like Florence. I Florence. said never heard of him. Never heard of we him. We love Sarah. Okay, don't do we that. We love you, Sarah. So, Sarah. Harris. <laughs> I'm leaving. No, <laughs> Harry and Ron know. Yes, Harry and Ron knew that they were both going to go down into the pipes because you know, one, it's his love, and two, it's his (laughs) sister. Hopefully, you know which one is which. (laughs) Oh gosh! And Lockhart, being the great guy he is, tries to leave, saying they don't really need him, but they make him go first. He is white-faced and wanless, and with some protest, um, he kind of gets in the slide like he's going to slide down it. And still protesting, he's given a loving push from yes. Ron. And down the hatch he goes. It's like they don't even, like, the, the situation is so important and, like, the dire that they, they're like, this is a teacher, but we don't care how yeah. we're treating this person. You know what yeah. this makes me think oh. of? This makes me think of a Christmas story when he gets pushed down the slide after meeting Santa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, is, oh, what does he say? Ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. He puts his foot um, on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be Ron. Here, here's my foot in your back. <laughs> and so Harry follows, and then Ron is the caboose in the train. The pipe takes them down probably miles under the school, most likely under the lake. The walls are slimy. The tunnels are so dark. Harry uses Lumos to light their way, and he reminds them to close their eyes at any sign of movement. So Ron steps. A mirror. Um, yeah. They would have been smart, but yeah. Hermione wasn't with them to tell them. I just thought of it. So he steps on something, he being Ron, steps on something um, with a crunch, and so they see that there are small animal bones that litter the ground. Up ahead, they find the skin that of the basilisk. That makes me sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. Basilisk's got to eat. Yeah. 
Um, you really think the basilisk is eating little mice and stuff? Well, they have to this eat I whatever they've got. They probably eat like a ton of yeah, them. Just a lot yeah. at once. But do you has think it been that like, the rodent issue in the castle goes up next year? <laughs> I was uh, as a matter that. of fact, I would. Because- <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> just got it. <laughs> Metaphor? Oh! <laughs> Guys, we just cracked the That's code so here. That's so good! That's so good! That was so good! Tiffany is saying. Then Megan gets it, and they look at you, and you still don't get it, and they look at your face, you're like, oh! <gasps> it was great. I was Woo. like, what mice are <laughs> Not a mouse. Oh, Rat. Oh, gosh. Oh. You're welcome. Oh, oh just, that's funny. Just well done. <laughs> <laughs> Let <Ooh>. us continue. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long that pause was. <laughs> Where we like, don't say anything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We we need to remain on topic. (laughs) (laughs) Please play the end of this episode before you start. Start at the outtakes because you're not going to know. You're not going to know. All right. So um, (laughs) up ahead, they find the skin of the basilisk. And it's massive. It's a vivid poisonous green. And it must be at least 20 feet long. That's interesting to me that it's still green. Yes, I thought Ew. the same thing. Because in my mind, when it's doesn't it change? It's like clear, it, yeah, like mm, yeah, you know? like translucent. Um, yeah. And I tried to find things on the internet that would tell me, like in comparison, like how big twenty feet is. Oh yeah. Um, and that's it's, like uh, that's a good idea to do that. That's like, that's like four three of me. Kevin Durant's. <laughs> it's four of me. <laughs> that guy is so lanky. Um, he is amazing. Sure. Yeah, it's four Tiffany's. About four <laughs> Katie's. <laughs> That's cray, man. So or this it's is, two Tiffany's and two Katie's. There you go. Or three Tiffany's and one Katie, <laughs> or three Katie's and one Tiffany. <laughs> we have many companies. So um, this says it's about as tall as a giraffe. An adult giraffe may grow up to be 20 feet tall. Wow. That's big. Um, this one says it it's about three- like really uninteresting. <laughs> wow. wow. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's about three fourths as long as a London bus. Um, <laughs> which is interesting. One and a half times as long as a Beetle Volkswagen. <laughs> half, a t- half as tall as a <laughs> telephone pole. How many Ford Anglias? It does not tell us. Darn. Probably like it says two it's and about a half. It's half as tall as a Brachiosaurus. Hey. And, uh, it probably is part dinosaur. Brachium immendo. <laughs> so good. So it's about two fifths as tall as the Hollywood sign. Oh, I like that. So that's that. just cool little things that are as tall. Because I was thinking when I was reading this, I'm like, in, compa- in, comp- in oh gosh, in <laughs> comparison to like, I like to know like how big like boats are compared to buildings and stuff like that. Like I find that really cool. Like when people 
show how big the Titanic was versus like cruise ships oh, nowadays. Oh, yeah. like stuff like that. I think that's like fascinating. Yeah. Like the Titanic of its day was like the brand new cruise ship. And now it's like tiny. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy to think about these things. And they're still massive. I just picture you like going on the internet like, how big is this boat compared to this Like things things that I don't think that are huge like lights, like the... Um, Stoplights. Oh, Stoplights stop stop are huge. Yeah. They're massive. They are. They they're like as you. tall as yeah. Tiffany. <gasps> it's like weird to think about some some of that stuff like really freaks me out no, I bet you totally your terrifying. baby belly is the size of the green light oh it's big because the baby is growing green green <laughs> Maybe your baby is green. Like an adult. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Maybe. An adult beluga whale is about 14 feet long. So it's oh, longer sheesh. than a beluga Whoa. whale. What about a narwhal? 17 feet. It's funny that you say it because it's right <laughs> under there. <laughs> funny you should ask off the top of my head. Does that include horn length or is that just body? I, I bet really it includes body. standard horn length. A killer whale, a male is 20 to 26 feet long. Humpback whales are forty. So the basilisk is as big as Shamu. Could be, yeah. Wait, Free do you Willy. think? Do you think they use narwhal horns and potions? Probably, probably. They yeah. use unicorn horns and bicorn horns. So why not narwhals? I'm saying they probably I know. do. I like it. All right, so Lockhart kind of does a little knees weak, fainty thing. And he, when he gets up, Ron grabs, or he grabs Juan's, Ron's wand <laughs> from it's, him. It's rough. <laughs> smiles um, and says, <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> he says, the adventure ends here, boys. I shall take a bit of this skin back up to the school, tell them I was too late to save the girl, and that you two tragically lost your minds at the sight of her mangled body. Say goodbye to your memories. I think here he really does intend to, like, mess up their memories. Oh, for sure. Not just wipe this little, like, whole shenanigan thing that's going on, but totally ruin them. Oh, for sure. Oh, because he says, doesn't he? He's probably jealous yeah. of Harry, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Fame is a A few friend. people have heard of him, right? Right. <laughs> So he raised Ron's spellotaped wand high over his head and yelled, Obliviate! Mm-hmm. The wand exploded Are we dinging for spell? with no. the force yeah. of a small bomb. Think of that. Yeah. A small right. bomb. Well, this wand has had it. Boom! Yeah. This wand's like, y'all had I'm, enough. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So after that, which is crazy to think, small bomb, chunks of the tunnel ceiling were thundering on the floor. Next thing you know... They're on separate sides. Oh, no. So after his blunder, the walls literally come down. Ron and Lockhart are on one side, and Harry is on the other side, closer to the chamber. How convenient. With the skin. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. (laughs) So Ron and Lockhart are basically fine. Um, His Lockhart spell rebounded on him, and Ron is trying... um, Well, he talks to, to Harry, and Harry doesn't think it would be a great idea to blast the rocks away. At the moment, because he's like, well, shoot, if it, they already fell down, if I'm blasting rocks, yeah. who knows what could come down. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells Ron to stay with Lockhart, and if he isn't back in an hour, and he doesn't finish his sentence, he's too afraid. Like, what if I don't come back in an hour? Right. So Ron replies, saying he's going to try to dislodge some of the rocks so they can get back through. And basically, like, neither one can say the words, like, 
just go kind of thing. Yeah. So Harry continues through the tunnels, and finally, after a turn, another turn, he reaches a solid wall with two entwined serpents carved on it. Their eyes were glittering, except that's not what it says. It says glinting emeralds. Harry didn't need to pretend that these snakes were real. To him, they seemed alive. He whispers in parcel tongue. Open sesame. Knock, knock. Please open. (laughs) Will you please let me in? Who's there? Mr. Slytherin. I'd like to slither into your chambers. Hash Hassa, please. (laughs) (laughs) The serpents parted as the wall. That's the name of the episode. (laughs) How do you spell that? How do you spell that? Hash. H E S H. Hash. H A S H. I lost it. Now it just says hush, 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 hush. <laughs> right, please. <laughs> Comma, please. <laughs> it looks so, ridiculous. The serpents parted as the walls cracked open, and Harry walks inside, shaking from head to toe. Tootsies. Tis the end of the chapter. Crazy. Tis. Thanks for joining us on this wild ride. <laughs> Guys, we're now inside the chamber. What's going to happen? I don't know. Ginny uh, is not going to die. What we secrets will be revealed? Jenny Weasley from, from the Basilisk. Basilisk. <laughs> uh, lightning bolt <laughs> round. I have zero questions prepped. I have some. What do you think happens to Colin Creevy being unconscious this whole year? People have talked about this on our group, like, but legitimately, he gets to his second year. I think he does remedial classes in the summer, and that's the only thing that can explain it. I think if it wasn't a thing, it should be a thing now. True, yeah. That sucks, though. Like, it's not my fault that I got petrified. But you know what? Think about it. When he wakes up, he's so excited about being magical. He he probably wants to do it. I bet he learned more in that small summer class than all the other students learned that whole year. Amen to that. Jeez, probably true. (laughs) Do you think that he missed his birthday? Do you think Probably. People, do you think people wished him a happy birthday? No. That'd be so sad. It's so sad. I'd he throw a missed party. his what? <laughs> 12th birthday? Sorry. I don't know. All right. I'm going to hurt you. Are you guys ready? This Physically. is not really like a question, but I just want you to close your eyes and imagine. Give it to me. Okay. <laughs> so just imagine. Give it to me, say, baby. Katie, your eyes aren't closed, uh-huh, but now they are. Uh-huh. You're in the hospital wing. Yes. You're friends with Hermione. Okay. Her. She. Am I petrified or am no, I visiting? No, you just you're, let her do you're it. Visiting. <laughs> okay. You're up. You're talking. You're waning. The potion is brewed. Mm. She's getting the potion. Mm-hmm. She's waking up. Mm-hmm. And you're with her when she finds out that she's three days before. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just imagine how much of a crazy person she would be I, finding that out? I would come prepared with my notes and books from all the things she's missed. Yeah. Why are my hands like this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> but do you think you'd actually have notes with you? I said I'd come prepped. What if you were just hanging out and you didn't know? Oh. Well, I, I would be like, remember. hold on. Don't, don't do give it, it to her. She will, <laughs> I have to go get my notes. <laughs> she will scratch your eyes out. <laughs> oh, no. She would flip. Yeah. Yeah, just imagine and then McGonagall would be like don't worry Hermione you don't have to take them and she'd be like yes I do yeah she'd want you to know what though it sorry spoiler later and 
on, at the end of this book, she still complains that there's no exams. Yeah, yeah. I know. They say no. that they've been canceled. She's like, oh, no. You don't know even what you learned the whole year. But she exams. really wasn't petrified that long. When was she petrified? Do we know what? Do we? I feel like of, maybe I mean, just a couple end. weeks. Months, maybe. Yeah. A month at the most. Yeah. And again, like we were saying, I don't know how much <clears> they were learning anyways. Well, <clears throat> I'm sure you try to teach and try to learn. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But things are happening. So did you think about the fact that the basilisk is the king of the serpents and and Weasley, the king of the arachnids are terrified Ooh. of it. So the king of the serpents versus <gasps> Aragog and the, the arachnids. And, and. Can we celebrity death match them? Yes. Hold on. And Ron is scared of the king of the arachnids and he is the king. Whoa. Whoa. Of the weasels. Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. Kings Guys. unite. Guys, and fight for the right. Who would win? Tapod! Aragog, Aragog or Scaly? Scaly. Uh, well, I'm going to say Scaly because Aragog's terrified of him. Already. Well, they were, we took that away. Oh, wait! And Aragog's blind. He couldn't get killed. <gasps> Whoa, does that count? It'd be like a full-on fight. It'd be like oh, your pincers versus teeth. If yeah, you're both poisonous. Hey! If you're blind... Can you not die from did the he, stairs? Did Seriously. he blind himself? Who? Oh my god! Maybe because he was so scared. Because he was in he the was castle forced with to it, be in the castle. He knew it was there. Oh. What if he was like, "I'm not doing this"? And he repeatedly asked Hagrid to not let him be in the castle. Mm. That's true. Oh my god, Tiffany. Whoa. <laughs> Tiffany had an epiphany. <laughs> oh, I like rhymes. I'm just saying, like, if you're that terrified of something. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, sawing your leg off in the movie saw oh. to get out. I don't know. Right. I don't know. You know. That's a different situation. If they had to get uh, out, yeah, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. We're drawing straws. Oedipus Rex claws his own eyes out in the play. I'm just saying, it's an interesting thought. Oh, because I think his name was just Oedipus. Well, Rex, I think is king. Sorry, Another Rex. king. <laughs> T Rizzle. Um. Questions? Do you think that talking to petrified people is the same as like talking to people in a coma? Hundred percent. Do you think they yeah. can hear you when I don't understand think, you? I don't think they can hear you. You don't think people can hear you when you're in a coma? I don't know. Well, I guess it would depend, but I think petrified. I'd say no. I think mm-hmm. yes, but remembering those people remembering it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Megan, do you have any thoughts? I think that they would not remember but i think that in that moment they probably could hear you yeah i think they're just like stony <laughs> and medusa are you making yeah. a 420 joke no i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> i was not <sighs> the devil's lettuce no gillyweed was used in the making of this episode Oh gosh! Do you think that if you touch the basilisk, that you would be poisoned? They kept, no. Well, because they kept saying "poisonous green" when talking about the skin. And the I think they're just they're talking like the color. vividness. Like the think about I'm the Disney curious. villain color. That to me is like a poisonous green, maleficent like, green. Yeah. Well, why didn't she just say that? Yeah, she should have just said <laughs> maleficent green. Trademarks, guys. Everybody would have known. Trademarks. True. 
Disney would have given it to her. They're nice. Evil they Queen Green. Yeah. Really. <laughs> it's a new Crayola crayon. <laughs> Do you think, because we kind of touched on this. I was going to wait for the next episode, but I'm just going to ask it now because we were talking a little bit about it um, during the podcast. Mm. Do you think that if Harry tried to talk to the snake, little, what do we call him, Scaly? Yeah. Um, in Parcel Tongue, you would have listened to him? Or do you think like Tom is so... Tom I think he already him, right? had his allegiance to Tom at that point. So Plus, but do you think he can only have one allegiance? Like, they only... I would think. You don't think it can change at all? I think he'd have a special allegiance to Tom because he actually is the heir. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's so, like, that point. kind of trumps yeah. any other connection yeah. immediately. Yeah. 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 Uh, would you all have gotten into the chamber or would you have gotten a teacher? Like a real teacher. I would have gotten a teacher. I would have gotten a teacher, honestly. <laughs> like I said, I would have just I would you have spelled all Snape I knew. going down there and just being like, pew, pew, pew. I feel... <laughs> Did he sneeze at the Basilisk? I was thinking the same thing. Like, it sounds like Star Wars. There. Um, I do. I feel like I would do, just go. Do, 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 do. Hello and welcome to Rebel Watch. <laughs> I'm Az. <laughs> and I'm Mike. Do you like this psychopathy? <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Star Wars fans. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> Go check out Rebel Watch. They're not as cool as us, but you know what? They try. They try. <laughs> they really do say, try hard. We try since I am. <laughs> I almost choked. Oh, Lord. All right. Do we have any more questions for the light tomorrow? One more question. What's cool. your favorite type of lettuce? <laughs> I like butter. None. I like bib. <laughs> I don't eat lettuce. It's small. It's disgusting. It's good on burgers. It is disgusting Iceberg's and vile. Useless. I know Iceberg's iceberg is useless, useless, but I like just a little bit of it in my salad for a good crunch. I prefer spinach Guys, and romaine. It's disgusting. Is spinach it's considered disgusting. I don't know. I like spinach in my salad. Is what I'm it's saying. gross. Nasty. Makes me want to vomit. But it's the color of your house. Is it like Comet? Makes you want to vomit to buy some Comet and vomit today? Anything with the texture of lettuce belongs in the garbage. What if my fingers were like... (laughs) What if she had lettuce fingers? What if I had... Uh, Salad fingers. Feeling a breast against my salad. All right. Any other questions? Actual questions. (laughs) No? Bueller? Okay. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have any more. Well... Let's pop in your head, you can save them. I thought I wrote this in stories. Here this we go. This one's a little different. It's not... Excuse me, I'm talking. That was just our intro for Caden. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's not a Potter <laughs> story. You, you was going to be like, her name's Katie. Katie. <laughs> I mean, it has to do with Potter, but it's not like how they got into Potter. It's oh, just okay. a funny story gotcha. that I thought was hilarious. I dig it. We like so, these kinds of things. Yeah. Tis true. So Caden Hansen says, hey, ladies, just wanted to share a funny story with you. So I'm at church on Sunday, and I have my 18-month-old son with me. We're sitting at the back of a large chapel with a group of men when my son wants to play with my phone. I let him and have it in, have it in the hopes <laughs> that we can make it through the last 20 minutes. It's only to be mortified when I hear, Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all Potter podcast. Yeah! Re- 
reverberate around the chapel. I scramble to pause and get out of the app while my son wrestles with me from the church pew. I finally get it turned off and look up only to find everyone staring at me. Well, the secret is out, I guess, that I love your podcast and everyone knows it. Thank you for everything, ladies. You are the best Potter podcast. I want to say you're the best for the free advertisement in your chapel. Did anybody say amen? Amen. 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 No, that's hilarious, yeah. though. Oh, and I read I that, it. and I was like, I got to put that in today. I do love hilarious. stories like this. It's I so love funny. a good, funny story. Yes. So please keep sharing them with Can me. Can you I imagine? Love she had to wrestle with her son in the view. Can you imagine, like, it, her phone was probably no. all the way up. It's going to echo. Oh, God, how red did your face turn? I'd have been so, I probably would have cried. Because I just don't <laughs> I like just when left. people look at me. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. I probably would have left. I would have been like, like yeah. okay, okay, bye. bye. Sermon's over. <laughs> I gotta go finish this episode. <laughs> oh Lord, that's hilarious. Yeah, so funny. So I'm Thanks, sorry that Kaden. happened to you, but also super funny, and we enjoyed it. So thank yes. you, friends. Send us stories like that because I just like Sarah said, I love a good funny story. Mm-hmm. Guys, what? Who was our sponsor for this episode? Nadra. Nadra. Congratulations to Nadra, who just got engaged today what? in Disneyland. What? Congratulations! Yeah, dude, yes. Congratulations! The ring so And I'm just saying, we were chit chatting, and she had a feeling this was going to happen Girl, today at Disneyland, yeah. and she was right. <laughs> is there a ring pick? Yeah, there is. <gasps> Aww. it's beautiful, dude. Oh, he did such a good job because she because she was getting like pictures taken right. Are they yeah. they're, like dapper? Yeah. yeah, so that's perfect. Good for him for making yes. sure like it's picture perfect. That's awesome. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! So that's that's amazing. amazing. Good for good you guys. Too. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just screenshot that. Swisher memories. It's creepy. She's gonna be like, "Why are you screenshot?" So congratulations. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep it forever. I'm sorry that your engagement announcement is on an episode called Hush 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 Hush. hush, Please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Major, that's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll get engaged to be able to share it on the podcast. Likely never. You'll get engaged on the podcast. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) You want to get engaged in this org? (laughs) Fat fat chance of me ever getting married, guys. No, it'll happen. In due time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> we. What are you up to? Megan and Katie. We're about to do some shameless plugs. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, so plugs? we have our other podcast. Grown podcast. up kids. I like to podcast. <laughs> we podcast kids kids every in, day. And I have to say our episode this weekend is for Victory Through Air Power. Who? Which is I think I've seen the it. most boring However, Disney movie I have ever watched. However, but is it animated? Yes, half and half, mostly it's like ninety percent animated. What year? Nineteen forty-three. It was made for the war. Oh. Do you know what else happened in nineteen forty-three? Okay, we'll go listen to our Wait. podcast. But what? can I? Can Raven Raven Claw. Claw. Hold on, hold on, really the quick. Of Secrets wanna... opened in nineteen forty-three. Hey! But as boring as the movie was. Our episode coming out today when you're listening to this is pretty bomb. Super good. It was a really good episode. So if you have any interest in any all things Disney, we are watching most of the movies in chronological order name, this week. Name your podcast. I did. Grown Up Kids. Okay. 
a Disney podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, all that good stuff. Instagram. Go check it out. You know, that's usually my plug, but I'll do your usual plug. I wanted to change it up. Me and Meg also have a vlog that we do called Main Street Nine and Three Quarters. So it's got like Disney info. It's got Universal info. We're doing a bunch of cool stuff that we've always wanted to do just in our home state. Yeah, it's a good time. This weekend, we're going to Party for the Planet at the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo. Check it out on Sunday on YouTube. Oh, Earth Day. Or Monday. Earth Day. It might be Monday. That's Bozzy Bear's birthday. (gasps) This comes out on Bear's birthday. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. Guys, he's going to be five. He's my favorite dog. He's going to kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that dog. Can you please get him a little cap, like a little graduation cap to wear? Because that'd be really cute. He wore one for um, his dog training. We'll see. There you go. Okay. Me? Mm-hmm. I do things. Do you? <laughs> hey there, Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already did your plug. <laughs> so I'm on an all-Star Wars podcast called Rebel Watch. <clears throat> Ezra Kirk, E-Kirk 2006, E-Dog. <laughs> We are doing a journey through Star Wars, and um, I'm going movie by movie with him, and we're breaking it down, getting deep and sweaty. So if you are old to the fandom of Star Wars or new to the fandom, it's probably going to be a great listen, so you should tune into that. I also do an all-video games podcast called Box Trick with my friend Matt Brady, and right now um, we're doing a Pokemon playthrough of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. And we're going pretty much gym by gym, um, unless there's like some big tasks in the middle. Like we just got to Lavender Town, uh, so we stopped there. Yes, right before Silk Lavender. Scope. Hey, <laughs> and <laughs> why not? She's just all the colors. Um, why didn't she name her like purple yellow? That wasn't funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was funny. Anyways, we do stuff like uh, Zelda. We do Nintendo news. Um, I'm on the Nintendo portion of it. They also do um, the other systems like PlayStation and Xbox. And that is my extent of... I'm going to hurry. Projects. My now newest project is I'm trying to build a replica of myself so I can <laughs> work so I don't have to go. <laughs> Should have kept Sally. Should have kept Sally, but you can't walk in time. Guys, what an invention that would be. <laughs> I would buy that so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Clones would be great. Yeah. Speaking of, I apparently but have a there clone might be in a California. You could attack. Did you yeah, guys see Katie that? Katie might have a clone in California. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I, I called a doppelganger. I know, but she's no, not just, she doesn't just look like me. She's also Hufflepuff. She loves cats and something else. There was something else. I had a friend tell me, he mm-hmm. goes, are you in Hawaii right now? Because I swear, he goes, this woman looks like you and talks like you. I'm like, well, I hope she's not ugly. Is that Florence? <laughs> she lives in Hawaii? <laughs> I'll be really jealous if it was. And he's like, no, she's not ugly and near, neither are you. But like, it's crazy that I saw this woman on the beach and he sent me a picture of her. I didn't really see it, but it was also from far away. Mm. All right, then. But anyway, I should hire that girl to come work for me. She's there my clone. Go. I've not I've not met mine yet, so Oh, her name was also Katie. That was the other Oh, thing. that's creepy. Yeah. Jeez. All right. They say that there's like six people in the world that's supposed to look just like you. Weird. There was a six. project on YouTube, I think. I think it was YouTube where they went and they went around the world and found people that looked 
similar. And there are like people that looked identical and they're not related. I don't at like all. that. That's scary to me. It's freaky. Well, I guess there's only so many variation of the way that it's going to go, right? <laughs> I don't know. When you reach a billion people. Uh, so that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in with us. This was a long end. I'd apologize, but uh, I'm not going to. No. Because <laughs> uh, if you're listening to the end of this, you know, you're doing that yourself. You can hit stop. <laughs> all the mysteries are going to be revealed after of what all the uh, fun was about. It's true. Spoiler alert. Ginny doesn't die. What? And uh, Harry saves the day again. Gets Are we surprised? And again. And again. And, and again. He's the chosen one after all. That's true. All right, guys. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> that lettuce is causing E. coli, so I wouldn't have smoked any of the devil's lettuce Let today. us not eat it. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Let us pray for those souls. <laughs> How many lettuce jokes can you do? Let Where us see. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're recording! Oh, yeah. Oh. Let us begin. <laughs> We need to remain calm. <laughs> Guys, we're we're losing listeners here. <laughs> I think they think our jokes are done. What are my lettuces? I can't think of any. Arabella done making jokes now. <laughs> I don't know. We might have hit an iceberg. We got. <laughs> Google some other lettuces because I just want to keep going. Butter lettuce. <laughs> Bib. Bib. Oh, Boston. Could we go in the realm of cabbages? <laughs> sure. What kind of cabbages are there? Besides cabbage. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.